Well, wouldn't it be nice? We've got some moments coming up right now with Sally Lucas as we do talk travel today on 2NURFM. Hello, Sally. and Hi, some, Jane. How are you? Some options? Well, they're talking all sorts of things at the moment, aren't they, Jane? Like the news today that we're going to be open up to travel internationally um, a month earlier than anticipated, which was originally December, so now November. But just let's remember there's still lots and lots and lots of things that have to be put in place still. They're still sorting out the vaccine passport, etc., and what countries accept it. Like the EU's digital COVID certificate is recognised throughout the European Union and the Schengen area countries, and it uses the QR code to uh, certify users' vaccination status. So the Pfizer, the AstraZeneca and the Moderna are all approved by the European Medicines Agency. So there appears to be no reason why Australia's vaccine pass would not, would not be recognised throughout Europe. But all mm. this is still sitting in the balance. But it's not going to matter much in Asia because it's still largely closed to, to leisure travel. Right. So, mm. you know, and some of them are saying Thailand's opened some of its holiday islands and plans to open Bangkok next month to fully vaccinated travellers and Vietnam is pro, uh, proposing to do likewise. But Indonesia and Malaysia remain closed and Singapore is only cautiously welcoming travellers but only fully vaccinated visitors at the moment from Germany or Brunei. Okay. And so maybe, there's lots yeah. of, yeah, as you can see, there's lots of anomalies and lots of, you know, things to still happen. Um, and also you've got to remember that the one difference between Europe, for example, Singapore, Italy and Canada, they've all, um, you know, insisting, of course, on the, the COVID vaccine passport as mandatory. But the countries like the UK and the US mm. do not require vaccine passports. All the others do. So if you want to travel and stay healthy... Yes. That should tell you where you should be going, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, I dare say it does. <laughs> but, um, but also you've got to remember that travel insurance is still very complex because a lot of the uh, insurers or underwriters are still trying to work out whether it's a pandemic or endemic and you know mm. what sort of cover they can give you. So the main thing, I guess, with all these things and with the cancellation fees and how late you can cancel and what sort of insurance, you, you really do need to to talk to an advisor, to a travel agent, because it's a minefield this time, and I really think to try and sort it out yourself is going to be extremely problematic. Yes. Um, yeah, so I suppose I if travel agents go into it and uh, have it all at their fingertips, that's definitely well, a good source. For those of us that are left, of course, yeah. um, I've seen that not. But, yeah, and also you've got to remain that... Remand. Remember that booking is bookings are in demand. Is what I'm trying to say. So even if you want to travel within Australia or anywhere, like a lot of the places are booking out a long way ahead. But the main thing is always check how late you can cancel or if you can get a refund. You know that's so important that you don't want to be losing money yes. once you're ready to start travelling again. You know. Yes, definitely. Oh, but, so but there's a lot happening around the world while we've all been shut down, which is really interesting. Ah. So. Could give just a couple here. The New York, for example, has got a new floating park on the Hudson River. Oh yeah, so that? that's different, isn't it? Yes. What kind <laughs> and of? And it also features an amphitheater with magnificent sunset views. It's all built on pillars that previously supported their Pier 54, um, and apparently it was funded by a 260 US dollars million dollars donation mm. from a billionaire. Oh. Hmm. So there you go. So that's something different that's happening there. There's also a build, new building there for their museum specialising in contemporary art. 
And also in Rome, you know what they've done there now, which I think is fantastic, there's a really good reason, even more good or better <laughs> reason, a more gooder, to visit the Colosseum because before you could only go to certain areas and you could do private tours of some of the backstage areas you know, where the tunnels once were used by gladiators preparing for fights. But now mm. visitors can explore all 15,000 square metres ah. of the Colosseum. So that's really interesting as well. Yes. And in Paris, it was once Paris's grandest department store. Now, 16 years after closing, called La Samaritan, it's been rebirthed by a group of architects. And it's, what, it's a picture of it, and it's got beautiful Art Deco and Nouveau elements in it as well, and with a broad, obviously, range of shops, restaurants, etc. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a nice new department store, as well as the others we know, like Gallery Lafayette, etc. Oh, the hours that you can spend there. Yeah, and in London, uh, the curtain has come up on a two-year, $113 million restoration of the 200-year-old theatre Royal Drury Lane, bringing back the glamour to the West End. So there's a lot happening everywhere. Um, Cairo, there's eventually the much-delayed Grand Egyptian Museum is finally opening, and that's got more than 100,000 items-strong collection already in place including the entire contents of Tutankhamun's tomb on display for the first time. Wow. Oh, so there's lots of good reasons to go overseas as soon as we can. As soon as we can. And as I said, just be careful with any bookings that you make just to check on those cancellations. I know a lot of people are being quite good and giving you, you know, late cancellation with full refund, but they're all different. Everybody's different as usual. There's no cut and dried. And the insurance is the other important thing. And, oh, sorry, Jane. Also, they're now recommending that if you've got eight months or less on your passport, renew it now. Because oh, they reckon there'll be a rush on people, you know, wanting to get their passports done if they're getting towards the end of their passport life. That's a very so, good tip, yeah. Check, check your document and make sure that when you're ready to go, you're ready to go. Sounds excellent, Sally, and we can dream some more. Thanks for joining us today. <laughs> Thanks, Jane. Been lovely. And we'll talk to Sally Lucas again next Friday as we think about travel a little more positively now. It's 2NURFM.